Welcome to Redgate and Wolf. We're an actual play monster of the week podcast. And I am Sarah, your host and keeper. Joining me today is Celeste. Hi, I'm Celeste. I play Marie Redgate the Crooked. And Sean. I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And joining us again is our special guest, Oliver. Hi, I'm Ollie, and I'm playing Hendrix Friegel, the summoned. And you can find me over at OJWH Reviews, where I talk about films and TV and stuff, except not stuff. Head on over to Diesel Shot Twitch channel, where they do lots of great stuff to do with alien RPG and other things like that. They made their own system. That's pretty cool. When last we met, our intrepid hunters had split the party. The long, lanky arm of the law finally caught up with Marie, and after throwing Angus under a bus, she spent the night in the slammer. Angus and Hendrix resumed investigating on their own, following one of the bright shiny orbs floating in the sky to the only music store in town. There, Hendrix was introduced to the internet and discovered that he is Amish. The mismatched duo learned of another slaying in the copse of trees just north of Hendrix. Things didn't go well for Angus as a teenage girl kicked his ass and left him knocking on heaven's, or quite possibly hell's, door. Let's start with... Marie. Hi. That jail cell door is locked. What do you do? Uh, I have my things, right? Yes, but remember your phone is dead. I probably wouldn't even get service down here. Uh, lockpicks. Can I pick this lock? You could certainly try. Roll for it. Act under pressure. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I got a 10. Wow, that's pretty good. You basically do what you want with uh, finesse. Uh, yes, I will slip my hands between the bars and just... I, I don't... I've never picked a lock in real life. I don't know. Jiggle the lock picks around until it opens. <laughs> that's basically how it works, yes. The door is now unlocked. What do you do? May I open the door? Well, I'm not stopping you. But the door might. I would like to open the door, bringing all my belongings with me. The door opens. There is no one in the immediate vicinity. Just one exit? Just one exit. No windows, I'm guessing, because this is like jail. No windows at this level. Yeah, one, one exit. I'll go up. I'm assuming stairs. They wouldn't have a ladder in jail, right? Um, not in this day and age, no. I'll go up the stairs. Is the is there a door at the top? Is it locked by chance? Please don't, please have it not be locked. We'll say with your 10 earlier, you're able to, and this is obviously a much easier lock to pick, uh, make your way out, and you find the sheriff's, the sheriff's office is deserted. Cool. Um, while I'm here, can I just... Can I just check the sheriff's office and maybe rifle through some things? You want to investigate a mystery? Sure, go for it. Or, like, investigate what can I steal. <laughs> ah. But, I mean, if I find stuff that's, like, related to the mystery, that's awesome. So what, what are you looking for to steal, basically? I don't know what men keep in their office. <laughs> oh, okay. There's alcohol, some cigars, some furry handcuffs. Oh my, Sheriff Winters. Actually, we'll get you to roll to investigate as well to see what relevant to the mystery you may come across. If anything. That be the regular one or the flexible alternative? Anyone. Uh, sharp roll, that's another 10. I'm really glad I'm using these 
on this and not in a fight, that would be silly. All right, question. What is being concealed here? As you rifle through the sheriff's office, you find a locked drawer. Uh, of course, it is locked. No trouble for you to easily jimmy that open. I mean, you could have done it with a letter opener. In fact, that's what you do. Inside that drawer, you're um, not sure what to make of what you find. A very ornate crucifix and a couple of wooden stakes. Huh. How many stakes are there? Two. They're actually expertly carved. Very fine quality. Seems to have some kind of... He's just aging them in the drawer, of course. Some kind of um, carvings have been made into them. Uh, I'm sorry, how many were there? Sean's being distracting. Two. Only two? What the heck? And there's this neat leather holster that they seem to um, fit into, although there seems to be uh, an extra slot. So there apparently used to be three. Ah, that gives me even more questions. Would I know if these would be helpful to me in this current endeavor with the demonic record? Oh, that's a very good question. Maybe not the stakes, but, you know, demons or whatever probably don't like God and crucifixes or crucifix eyes. Crucifies? I'll just take it. I'll take it all. I'll put, like, the holsters on, do a couple of cool poses, and, and then I guess I'll leave. Do you take the crucifix as well? Oh, absolutely. Now what? Does anything look weird? Where's all the police? Well, you, rem- you recall you did hear them all kind of bug out earlier, um, probably some kind of call out. When that happened, did I hear, like, any locations of where they were going? Okay. You see that there is a, a note on the dispatcher's pad saying, Copes of trees, two bodies found. Bodies found at the tree corpses? That's weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. Only a little. Do I know where this would be? Well, you are familiar with one copse of trees. I, Celeste, out of character, have no clue what a, a, a copse? Copse? The little forest to the north by the old lady lane bridge. You remember when you got stabbed? Yeah, but I, what is the word that you're saying? How do you spell it? I've, I don't think I've heard it before. C-O-P-S-E, copse, means a small patch. It means a small group of trees, actually. Anyways, <laughs> I'll, I'll jog over to the tavern and, uh, seems kind of pointless, but I guess I'll ride, ride the bike to the, to the trees. The thicket to the grove. Hop on your bike. Off you go. I'll take her. No, I'm not doing it again. Ollie. So Hendrix looks up and spies Deputy Grape staring at him in horror as Angus is just dropped on the ground near his feet. Well... Well, howdy there, deputy. Do you know how to how, do you do you know how to bring people back, uh, medic? And she instantly springs into action, jumps forward, looking between the two on the ground, and goes for the girl instead. Oh, uh, not her. Well, I mean, uh, she's not a girl. She's well. She uh, 
Hendrix just stumbling over the words. The girl starts to struggle, so Deputy Grape um, manages to subdue her and handcuff her quickly before turning her attention to Angus. She grabs hold of her radio and radios in for an ambulance and starts assessing his first aid needs. His blood is everywhere. Uh, the K. Uh, can you can you save uh, a- Angus here? Um. um. I'm I'm trying. Can you can you like? And she grabs Hendrix's hands and then shoves them onto Angus. Oh, okay. Um, not well. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, you. This is a bit gross. You hear um noise is noise of through the the trees as someone else comes rushing forward over to help, and it's Deputy Mater. As he lumbers on in. Is it still raining blood? It is now spitting blood. Hmm. So. <laughs> You guys are all covered in blood. Deputy Grape's having to kind of wipe Angus's body to find out where the blood is actually coming from on him, as opposed to what's still kind of raining down on him. So this is this is quite messy. Deputy Mater kind of comes in and and adds his hands to lays on his hands as well. So now there's there's three of you applying pressure to Angus's wounds. And I look around see if there are any more. People of interest that may jump out and attack anyone. I think it's a little bit late to read a bad situation. I mean, okay, I'm looking around. Do I see anyone else? No, there doesn't appear to be anyone else. You do hear a motorbike in the distance. It seems to be getting closer. Hmm, I don't know what that sound is. It is a a sound that you hear. Hmm. Also, Marie, probably at this point, you would have realized that it's spitting blood. That's not normal. As you get closer to the copse of trees, you kind of just ride your motorbike straight into redness, and there's red liquid all in the street, dripping down buildings. Awesome. <laughs> you see the sheriff actually seem to be panting and gasping as he's running along the road, trying to get to the back of the copse of trees as well. I'll stop and offer him a lift whilst trying to cover up that I stole his stuff. Ah. I have enough, like, layers, right? I could just, like, pull one around. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And he's um, obviously a bit winded and has other things on his mind as he gasps out a thank you and hops on the back of the bike. And you guys putt-putt off. So, Hendrix, you've kind of, I assume, stepped back as Deputy Mater and Deputy Grape, who obviously have first aid training, take charge of the situation. And you see um, a motorized horse with Marie and another man who you recognize vaguely as the sheriff come riding in. Uh, Marie, Marie, over here. Waving. I realized I was waving and then my camera's not on and the audience can't see it anyway, so I am waving. <laughs> uh, yeah, real um, putt-putt, as you put it, Sarah, <laughs> over to uh, the, the situation of just people on top of Angus. You see Angus prone or supine. I'm not sure if they've flipped him over or whatever at this point. He seems to be having first aid administered to him. He looks rough, like rougher than apparently you looked. And um, a teenage girl kind of rolling around on the ground with her hands cuffed behind her back. What what happened as I get off the bike? 
he uh, jumps in the way of the, the girl. The girl attacked us with this uh, uh, metal thing. I don't know what it's called, so a metal thing. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, so she's not good right now. Um, and, uh, yeah. How hurt does she look? The girl? I guess what I'm trying to do is maybe render her unconscious by possibly kicking her. Oh, uh, you, you want to kick some ass? Only if it's going to be, like, non-lethal. <laughs> when there are police everywhere, when you want to kick a teenage girl. Well, clearly she just fucked up a, a very large man. I think they'd be fine with it. Okay. Even if they're not. Whatever. Well, if you roll high enough, you can uh, render unconscious, I'll say. I've already rolled two tens. I don't want to risk it. I mean, you could go sit on her. I'll just go over and, like, I'll step on her. Okay, so you step on the wriggling teenage girl. And you kind of fly around a little bit. There's mechanical surfboards, like the mechanical bill kind of thing. Oh, hell yeah. Great ab workout. Sure. All right, so the, the sheriff kind of manages to haul himself off the motorbike and waddle on over. He kind of sizes up the whole situation, sees the, the girl looks, you know, like those crazy other teenagers that had slaughtered their families or whatever, and he sighs. Uh, right, m- must be some kind of new drug making the teens crazy and uh, killing everyone, hopefully. It's um something that we can uh, wean them off or put them on cold turkey and um, give them some... The rehabilitation, yeah, that's it. I'll, uh, I'll, um, I'll look after her, a young lady. She walks over to Marie and kind of waits for you to get off of the teenage girl. Could I, like, re- like lean down to, like, pull her to her feet, but subtly, like, touch the crucifix to her and see if she has any reaction? Uh, you're going to hop off her first? If I must. Act under pressure. Let's see how this goes. Hey, that's an eight, which is a mixed success, but that's better than it not being that high. So for act under pressure, a mixed success is the keeper's going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Oh no. The sheriff gives you a hard glare as he notices the crucifix that you have pulled out of wherever it is you had it hidden on your person. And he he recognizes that crucifix. And he just gestures for you to hand the girl over to his custody. Uh, the, all, all yours, sir. And I'll, like, sort of push her towards him. Uh-huh. We'll talk later, miss. She doesn't react, though. That was worth a shot. For the sake of brevity, we'll say that the ambulance eventually turns up. Angus is loaded off into it. Does anyone go with him to the hospital, or do you two stay behind? I'd go to the hospital with Angus. Leave <laughs> time-traveling cowboy, just without any supervision. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, so Marie hops in the back of the ambulance. Uh, uh, Marie, before you go, uh, can I have your, uh, Steve? Why? Why? Uh, I would like to have a conversation with him about my existence. Can I tell if he's bullshitting? 
can roll something. I don't mind. Manipulate someone. On on me or on him? Um, I feel like it's investigate, but I don't know. Trying to manipulate her into giving it to you. I, I oh, would say. Oh, me. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Oh, hold on. Wait, I have a thing. Um, hmm. Eleven. Thank you. <laughs> so when you're doing this on another hunter, if they do what you ask, then Marie will make experience and get a plus one forward on her next roll. But, uh, Marie, it's your choice. All right, as Marie's, like, starting to get into the ambulance, she just gives Hendrix a look, then fishes it out from one of her pockets and tosses it to him. Just don't break it or whatever. And she gets in. <laughs> oh. What have you done? I don't know. We'll find out. So the ambulance, I wanted to say patters off, but the ambulance drives off on the highway to Joplin, where the hospital is. Hendrix, what do you do? I would like to talk to Deputy Grape. Deputy Grape tries to um, clean herself off. Uh, Deputy Grape, uh, how how are you doing? Uh, okay, okay I, I guess considering the circumstances, um, Hendrix, how are you doing? Well, exactly. Considering the h- harsh circumstances, I am, uh, I, I'm feeling a, a burst of life, and I thought... Um, do you want to get a uh, a drink sometime? Um. Um. Yeah. Sure, Hendrix. I I would love to get a, get a drink with you. Wonderful. It, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you go. No, 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 you go. Oh, no, no, it's okay. You, you I go. Am, I am courteous to the lady folk. I I was just gonna say that it probably can't be right this minute because uh, uh we're both covered in blood. Oh, that that's you're giving blood. No, we're both covered in blood. Oh, covered in blood, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't suggesting right this second. I, I meant like this evening, for example. Oh, sure. That that sounds fine. Um, at the Watchtower Tavern, I understand that's where you're staying. No, I'm not actually staying there at the moment. I, uh, uh, it, it was getting a bit crowded, so I, I, I'm looking for someone else. Do you uh know of any other places that serve good drinks? I mean, I, I I have some alcohol at my house, if you'd like to stay the night. That is most generous of you. Why, certainly. That sounds wonderful. Uh, what what time should I uh, meet you? I, I would say um, ab- about six o'clock at, at the, uh, the sheriff's office. That's, that's what time I get off. That's totally fine. We will... I will see you there as you get off. On a completely unrelated note, you haven't happened to have seen a a, a white horse uh, roaming around town, have you? Um, a white horse? No, 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 I have not. Why has has one gotten loose? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure I came with a white horse, uh, but I, I don't know where it's gone now. So if you happen to see one. Uh, you know, let me know. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I will. Um, I'll, I'll let dispatch know, and maybe, maybe we could all keep an eye out for you. Uh, does the does the horse have a name? Hey, the the ho- horse's name is Dios. Dios. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Oh, okay, well, I'll I'll be sure to put put out an APB for that, and if we um if anyone's seen him, well, I'll let you know. Why? Thank you. Uh, but in the meantime, I've got to get back to work and um clean myself up. So I'll see you tonight at six. Of course, of course. Uh, you you go do that. Uh, yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. And of sachets her hips as she walks off. Wonderful. I want to find somewhere quiet to use the rock out of sight that's not the tavern. Can I go deeper into the woods somewhere? Deeper into the woods will get you into the clearing and the actual crime scene, so... Yeah, okay. Um, you could go under the bridge if you want. Yeah, that's not ominous. Let's go under the bridge. So Hendrix goes under the Old Lady Land Bridge, just on the outskirts of town of Hendrix. What are you doing, Hendrix? Um, I'm going to hold the rock and look at it and be like, Steve, are you in there? Nothing happens. Steve, god damn it. Uh, he's going to try like hitting it against the wall. Probably like monkey with a nut trying to open it. <laughs> so Hendrix starts beating that rock against the side of the bridge, kind of slips out of his hand slices against the skin and draws some blood. I need you to roll use magic, please, Hendrix. Hmm. That'll be a 13, thank you. I wish I had advanced this. And a puff of sulfurous smoke, this little three-foot-tall red imp in a very nice sweater vest, his black-rimmed glasses uh, appears beside you. He looks up at you and he goes, Ah! You're not my boss! Is she dead? Not yet. Otherwise, I would be dead, surely. Ah, good point. What, what is it, other boss? Uh, how exactly uh, does this work? This, uh, this here connection we have? Ah, well, at some point you forfeited your soul and needed a new one. So you're sharing one with Marie because she read the book. Uh, I forfeited my soul. How how did I do that? Well, you made a deal. A deal. Don't you remember? Not too clearly. I I remember uh riding my horse a lot. Uh you know, definitely having a fight with my local sheriff at some point. I think there was this uh this pass or clearing or something. I don't really remember. Uh, isn't that a pity? Yeah, uh, so do you know? Maybe. Right. Is there anything uh, that, that, that would make me know as well? Um, and he snaps his fingers, and a little book appears. Oh, joy. Yeah, just read this passage. And he holds the book up and taps his little claw on a passage for you to read out loud. What am I reading? You're not exactly sure. Oh, actually, you can't read. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't read, damn it. I was thinking that the entire time. I was like, you can't read. Um, so I would look at it. Um, see, I, I would, but I, I can't. Huh. Well, then, you should have had a look. Well, you're, you're a, a powerful thing. Can you make me read? Or just read it for me? That'd be much easier. You want to manipulate him? Sure. 
Now, audience, this is um, an imp. He's not an actual person, so normally manipulate someone wouldn't work on, you know, a monster or a minion like this. But because... Because I'm a summoned, uh, I'm able to manipulate uh, someone on monsters that can reason and talk. Um, So I have to roll. It's the same roll. Okay, cool. Let's see how this goes. Perfectly, I'm sure, with a nine. Hey, anyone want to help me out here? <laughs> hmm, so they'll do it, but you need something from them right now to show that you mean it. Hmm. What will you offer him? My body. Is that serious or just love? No, I mean, he's already taken the body and, and soul and everything, so <laughs> something else, I'm guessing. He'll um, kind of perk up at this and he'll be like, Ah, your firstborn! Like, like a child? Yes. I, I don't have a, ch- a child right now. Yeah, your firstborn. So, your firstborn child that is yet to be born. Well, now, it doesn't sound great. Well, if you don't want the deal, no memories for you. Well, uh, no, no, well, uh, 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 hmm, hmm. What is Hendrix's morality right now? Sure, sure. I will offer you the first bone that I will definitely have. Excellent. And you feel this odd sensation overcome you as is just by agreeing to this verbal agreement, something has magically bound you even further to this imp. I think guilt is what it was. <laughs> and you look at the book and you're suddenly able to read. Wow. That is helpful. Now, can I read all sorts of languages now? Because that was, I didn't specify language. I'm not going to ask. And yeah, that's the, we'll say that's what it is because that's more fun. Limp shrugs. I can read Latin. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm reading it then. What does it say? It does appear to be in, in some kind of a weird language, some kind of phonetic language, so you are able to enunciate the sounds, but you are not sure what the meaning is. Mm, that, that clears everything up. Thank you. Uh, uh, is this supposed to mean something? Not yet! And he snaps his fingers again, and the book disappears. Okay. Tomorrow morning, you'll wake up with all your lost memories. Well, uh, thank you very much, and that's that's mighty kind of you. Um, now, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow if I if there's anything else I don't understand, like why my arm is freaking crazy now. But sure, thanks. You can go back now, I guess. Thanks, boss. And um, there's a puff of sulfurous smoke, and he disappears. Quick question, Sarah: Do I need to mark those minutes, or do they not count against me? No, you need to mark those minutes. How many more minutes? I would say three. God damn it, Ollie. Mm, there's a lot of humming and hawing there. I'm sorry, this is what happens when I have to make decisions. <laughs> now, say Marie has a child before me. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I guess I'd go to further investigate the crime scene if I can do anything else, but feel free to cut to other people. Yeah, okay. It's going to take them a while to get to Joplin because it's a wee while away. But we will say that you are barred from the crime scene at least tonight as there are still sheriff's deputies crawling all over it.
Is there anything I can investigate from afar? Just things I can see that might be helpful from outside of the crime scene? Probably not, because uh, most of it is happening inside the copse of trees, and of course now there is blood all over the place, so unless you wish to go somewhere else and follow up another lead. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have any other leads. Uh, do we have any other leads that I would know of? Guys, you want to help him out here? Uh, record shop? Father Barry? But do you know Father Barry? I don't think he knows Father Barry. There's a church. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I can do, do, do something with that. Yeah, I'm going to head to the church. So you mosey on down the main street until you spy something that looks, you know, vaguely like a church of, that you're used to. It is obviously a more modern church. The front doors are open. There is only one or two people sitting on the pews. There is a, a confessional. Um, I, I would like to find the, the pastor, Farian. That's the pastor. I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you see um, exiting from the confessional um, a little old lady. The little old lady walks past you. She kind of skirts wildly around you, giving you a really weird look as she shuffles on past out the church. You also notice that the other two people in the pew kind of make their their own departures quite quickly. From the other side of the confessional out walks a, a middle-aged man. He's quite lean. He's got a nice salt-and-pepper look with a beard. Uh, I would walk up to him. Uh, are you the, 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 the father of this town? Yeah, I'm, I'm Father Barry. There's his eyebrows raised, but doesn't seem to be reacting too oddly at the moment. Uh, maybe we could, um, clean you up. I have had enough of being cleansed, thank you. I'm plenty clean. I will obviously clean myself later, thank you. Mm, okay, could I get you to stand on a couple of newspapers then so you don't drip blood uh, over my floor? Uh, yes, uh, uh, I, I, may, I will do that. Okay, and he retrieves a couple of newspapers and puts them on the floor. He also goes and he shuts the double doors to the church and he comes back and he says, you're new? I am you. Thank you for noticing, I guess. Uh, now, why would it rain uh, blood? Why, why, does that thing, that, why does that tend to happen? Well, um, some believe that it is a, a sign, a biblical sign. Do you think this, and he gestures at Hendrix, is biblical blood that rained down upon you? Well, I never called it biblical. Uh, I'm not so sure about that kind of stuff, but it, it, it does indeed appear that way, yes. Huh. This is ex extremely odd. I mean, I've obviously heard and read about these things, but I have not... Where, where was it raining blood, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, by the, by the, the river, by the, the cops. The, the cops? By, yeah, by the cops. That still works. The, the cops? Yeah. The river by the... Okay. And what was happening at the time? Uh, 
I was talking to the deputy and uh, with my friends. Uh, there were some people who were dead, I think. Uh, and so we went to investigate and then it started raining blood. Huh. Would you say that the people responsible for the killing are likely some kind of demonic entities? You mean the teenagers who have reportedly been attacking their families? Yes. Demonic possession? Is that what you're insinuating? Potentially, yes. I don't know. I'm not the expert on these matters. I'm just making a a wild guess for you to confirm or deny. Are you perhaps somehow connected to Marie? Now, why would you say that? I never mentioned a Marie. Well, it's just... No, no, I, I couldn't possibly say any more confidentiality and all that. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you say you know of Marie, my friend. So you do know her. Interesting. As do you, apparently. Is there something demonic about her? And he kind of looks you up and down, takes in... Not just that you're covered in blood, but you you have a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and... Well, like I I said, I couldn't really betray her confidence. But you're saying that she has told you something that would make you suspicious of her. You want to manipulate someone here? Yeah, I guess. I'm doing all the manipulation. At some point, I've got to fail a roll. A four. Oh, give me that experience, I think. You want experience? You don't want to use luck? It's a bit of a debate, but I'm going to take the experience. I've already used two luck this mystery. <laughs> well, you are a guest. Excuse me. Do you want me to make the decision quickly or not? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. I'm just reading up what happens when you fail. Okay. I'm afraid you've offended me, sir. I'm going to ask you to leave. There is no way I'll betray the trust of someone who is not even a part of my flock. I, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend. It's... uh. Uh, I am uh, Amish, you see, uh, that uh, I, I realize that there are communicational barriers. Um, I did not mean to offend. I, I was merely asking a question. Okay, I'll leave. Okay. <laughs> you, you drip across the floor <laughs> as you leave the church, open the doors and slip on out. Father Barry follows you out and he just stands in the doorway, kind of watching you thoughtfully as you leave. Marie, you were quickly bundled out of the ambulance and into a waiting room, and they wheel Angus off to be treated. What do you want to do, Marie? I have all my stuff still, right? Yeah. I guess I just have a duffel bag with me. (laughs) Unless you specifically say that you've been hauling around everywhere with you when you leave the Watchtower Tavern, I would say probably not. It's probably just a backpack or something. Maybe a fanny pack? I don't know. If you want, whatever is reasonably on you at the moment, you can you can make an argument for it. Like, I pull out my lockpicks, because she'd have her lockpicks on her or whatever. Kind of like that. Phone charger? Sure. I would like to charge my phone. Because you locate a place to plug the charger in and your phone in the waiting room? Yes. And she'll, whenever it's on again, she'll text uh, Mr. Ephraim. And just say Angus in hospital. That's it. Okay. A while later, you get a response that just basically says, 
That's unfortunate. Assuming Joplin Hospital. Thumbs up emoji. We'll deal with it from my end. Anything else? Nah. It is in the book, doesn't it? How much you can heal in the hospital, I think. There's a book? Honestly, Sean. Oh, I actually have it. I have control left, and I can't find the word hospital in the book. Probably because they call it um, emergency room or an infirmary. Ah, uh, yep. Okay, as a general rule, any proper treatment, a visit to a doctor or emergency room or time in a haven infirmary will stabilize the injury and heal one harm. So you were stabilized by the time they finished dealing with you initially and heal one harm, Sean. All right. You can, of course, heal another harm if you spend the night. All right, so I'm now stable and one less harm, you said? Yeah, but you probably won't be able to do anything until you've had at least a good night's rest. I ask again, Marie, are you doing anything else or not? Are we going to jump back to Hendrix and have it be the Hendrix show tonight? I think it's going to be the Hendrix show. I'm sorry, Ollie. Six o'clock on the dot, Deputy Faye Grape exits her place of work. Oh, uh, I would have picked some flowers. I have some flowers for her. Okay. She shyly accepts them. She doesn't even say anything about a few drops of blood that are on some of them. (laughs) Thank you, Hendrix. Uh, That's okay. Uh, Where was it you suggested we should go? Um, my, my place. Wonderful. While we're walking, I guess. Or, no, while we're there, I don't know. Either way, at some point, I would ask. So, uh, any, any leads on that, on that horse? N- no, no, I, I don't, I don't think any, anyone's reported in, anything about a horse, I'm, I'm afraid. Especially not, not one on the loose, let alone a pale white one called Dios. Well, that's fine, that's fine, I was just checking. And, uh, did my friend get to the hospital okay? Oh, oh yes, we we um we we got reports saying that he is um currently stable um and will probably be in the in the hospital for uh, a few days at at the very least. That's lovely to hear. You wouldn't uh, happen to know about his uh, attackers, would you? Or I I I really like to make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Of the the young girl. Yeah, the young girl. She is. Did you find out anything about her? Hmm. I think you might need to manipulate someone here, but because you're on a date and have flowers and everything, I'll give you a plus one. Yay. Well, that'll be a five. My goodness. <laughs> oh, do I, do I experience or do I luck? Do you want to offend her in some way or do you want to spend luck? I don't want to waste. I've already got two of however many you get. Nine. I can't waste luck on this. I don't want to offend her. I'm going to take the experience, but if there's any other negative that doesn't involve offending her. That's basically the fail here. Yeah. You basically offend or anger them. Okay. Go for it. Hendrix, are you actually interested in me, or are you just trying to uh, butter me up to pump me for information? Because I'm not really appreciating where all this questioning is going. I'm sorry, I did not mean to make it seem like we don't have to talk about business at all. I I was just uh, concerned for my friend. I am interested in you, for the record. Um, I'm actually having second thoughts about this. What? 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 I mean, I I have heard what happened with Meadow. 
she let you stay at her place for free? Basically at the Watchtower Tavern, and, and then you um you seem to be using people for places to stay. So I, I think I think you should take your take your flowers with blood on it and um just find your own damn horse. And she just smacks you with the flowers over the over your face and turns around and stumps off, leaving you alone in the street. Oh damn it. I cannot catch a break. Hendrix is just gonna readjust his hat and whatever. Hendrix is gonna pick up those flowers and oh, that's an idea. <laughs> How much worse could this get? Um, okay, I'm gonna head to the tavern. You can actually read the name on the sign. It says the Watchtower Tavern. Oh yes, I head to the Watchtower Tavern. I walk in with these flowers. There's a couple of patrons in the corner eating their dinner. Meadow looks up from her spot behind the bar and just glares at you. I take Meadow the flowers. Take the flowers to Meadow, rather. Uh, hi, Meadow. Hi. I wanted to uh, most sincerely apologize for the uh, misunderstanding the other day. I believe that you believe that I uh was not loyal to you in some way, which I assure you is not the case. You wanna manipulate someone here? Yes, sounds like it. I'm not sure whether to give you a minus or a plus one. I mean plus one because of the flowers, but a minus one because you really upset her last night. Let's go with a minus one. No no it's just that it neutralizes out. That's better. Okay, it neutralizes out then. Go for a manipulate someone. A six. <laughs> oh dear. I again I can't waste luck on this. I'm gonna use just take the experience. You know, how fast can it get? She kinda looks at you, looks down at the flowers that you're holding up like some kind of ritual sacrifice, looks at you again, looks down at the flowers. Why do the flowers have some blood on them? And look like they've been smacked against your face. That is highly insightful of you. Uh, there, it was a, a rain and blood earlier. It's been quite a day, to be honest. Blood? And her nostrils flare, leaning forward a bit and sniff at you. And then she grabs a, a, um implement from behind the bar and brandishes at you. And she says... Be gone, you evil demon! I love that this is you trying to shout, but not actually shout. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. She grabs the hose behind the back of the bar that has the different sodas programmed into it and starts squirting you with tonic water or something. Okay. Um, Hendrix is going to leave as quickly as possible. Do you take your flowers with you? Sure. Why not? They're bloodied, look like they've been smacked against your face, and are now wet. Yes. Uh, Hendrix is going to head for the church, because, you know, what, what more is there to lose at this point? What is your intention for heading to the church? Uh, is the, the father priest man in? Yes. Hendrix is going to dramatically knock on the door as lightning probably strikes or something. You know, that seems to happen when there's nighttime church scenes. Sure. 
the door cracks open a bit. What is it you want this time? This is not even letting you enter the church. Uh, do I look like a demon to you? You, uh, look more like a drowned cowboy, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, that, that's what I would think. Uh, but there's this woman, Meadow, I don't know if you know her, but she seems to think I'm demonic in some way. And my arm keeps doing this thing, and it's freaking me out. Um, can I try, well, no, that's not, let's see how he reacts to that first. He raises his eyebrows. What kind of thing is it that your arm does? I don't need a demonstration. I just want you to verbally clear this up for me. Well, it it kind of warps, I guess, into the in other shapes, I think. I haven't quite figured out the mechanics of it yet. That's interesting. What is it you want? From me. Uh, I I wanted you to confirm whether you think that sounds demonic to you. That's a little concerning. And what will you do with this information if I do confirm that you are demonic? I haven't quite thought that far ahead yet. I just want to know so that I can work out a way of dealing with this situation. You're going to have to manipulate him here, I'm afraid. Fair enough. Minus one. Yeah, okay. Why not? A three. Yeah, sure. Well, you, you know, that makes sense. Do you want to offend our anger him again, or do you want to spend that luck? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting all the experience here. Let's take it. So the Barry kind of looks at you, and he, he glares, and he says, I'm not about to help the minion of arrival. I think you should go crying to your own patron. And he slams the door in your face. Well, that confirms that. Hendrix is going to find a, a place to sleep out because I've suddenly realized they're a cowboy and they did that a lot. So they're fine with that. So you find uh, um, um, a meadow, not the meadow, but a meadow. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's say I, was, I buy the Johnson Ranch-ish area, I guess, somewhere around there. By the horses. Yeah, they feel comfortable by the horses. Close enough to the horses that you can hear them whinny and, and nicker every so often. Sure. All right, so we'll jump here to them next morning. Everyone, after a good night's sleep, has healed up one. Mm-hmm. Angus is probably awake. He's stable. Uh, Marie, did you spend the night and? Angus's hospital room on the chair? Probably, yeah. Do you want to set that scene for us? Oh, she does like him. I imagine it'd be quite similar as to when Marie woke up <laughs> in the hospital and Angus was there. I, out of character, I don't remember how that happened. <laughs> you, you basically woke up with Angus and Mater on either side of your bed glowering at each other? Mm, I guess not quite then. <laughs> She'd probably be asleep, so, um, Sean, if you want to take it away. That's cheating. All right. Angus kind of slowly opens his eyes, kind of sits up a little bit, taking in the surroundings, looking around the hospital room, glances over and sees Marie, looks down at himself. Oh, what the hell happened? Mm, hey, you finally awake? Hey, where are we? What happened? 
I think you got your ass kicked by a teenage girl. Surely not. Clearly, it would never happen. Must have been something else in play. Anyway, we gotta get back. Was Hendrix? Uh, he's at. He's in Hendrix. Oh, you daft girl! You left him there alone. What are you thinking? Look, would you have rather woken up here alone? How would you have gotten back? You can't drive. You crash all over the place. Can I just point out that you don't have any wheels? I know. I was just about to go there. Hold on. Hey, you don't know. I'm getting there. Hold on now. I suppose you're right. Is it bring a car? I was supposed to fit both on your motorbike. Well, I didn't bring the bike, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll head down to the parking lot and um, figure it out from there. All right. Let's, let's no waste some time. Angus kind of rips the sheets off himself and hops up as best he can onto his two feet before, of course, sitting back down because he's unbalanced at this point, being still injured. Wearing not but a hospital gown, I'm sure. Oh my. What about clothes? Where are his clothes? I'm pretty sure they uh, cut them off and they're gone because he would have been covered completely in blood. <laughs> are there any... Uh... Are there any clothing outlets at the hospital? I don't have pants layers for a, a large man. Yeah, I'm confident he is not going to fit in her clothing, nor do I want to get in Marie's pants. Jesus. Hey, man, the things they've seen. I'm not actually familiar with American hospitals. Are there clothing stores in them? Why would there be a clothing store in a hospital? I don't know for this situation. I mean, we're in a city, in all plausibility, there is a clothing store somewhere around the area. However, I have a better idea. Well, my clothes don't appear to be here. That could be problematic. Uh, yeah, kinda. And what do I have to roll to shift? You are not going to turn into a dog in the hospital before checking out. Why would you do this? They don't know who I am. Yeah, under pressure. I don't like you. I have absolutely no identification on me. Don't like you. Clearly, I'm a service animal. <laughs> I hope you fail. Make success. Oh, you were going for the animal form? As opposed to what? What else could I possibly shift into that would get us out of here? Well, it's a mixed success. And you remember your shifting has been wacky recently. You rolled not well enough to turn into your dog form, but you now are in your werewolf form as you suddenly shift right in front of Marie. Who didn't see that mixed success coming? Maybe Sean can do a better job next episode. Oh, guess what? We've hit over 2,000 downloads. Yay! And that means it's time for a giveaway. Our first one. Do you like stickers? Well, we've got some awesome Red Gatum Wolf stickers and we'll give them away to a few random tweeters. All you have to do is tag us at Red Gatum Wolf and let us know who your favourite character is and why. It could be Marie, Angus, one of our two guests or even one of my NPCs. The lucky recipients will be announced at the end of episode 12. A huge thanks to everyone who has liked, rated, reviewed, and retweeted our podcast. This helps our little indie podcast grow. Every like, five-star rating, and review counts. 
Check out our website for our other ways to support us, along with info about the characters and our social medias. Go to redgateandwolf.com. We end this episode with a trailer for Halfwits and Failed Crits. They play a mix of RPGs and one-shots. Go check them out. That's it from me, but one last thing before I go. Thanks for listening. Hi there, I'm Jonathan Swenson, Game Master of Halfwits and Failed Crits. We're an actual play tabletop role-playing podcast where I vow to get my players to the end of a campaign, but unfortunately, their cursed dice generally have other plans. Our first season is called Worlds Divided, where we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Worlds Divided is a story of an unlikely group that forms a guild and makes it their mission to upstage the top-ranked guilds in the nation. This is your standard sword and sorcery fantasy, filled with monsters, quests, and mysterious rifts. Eh, you'll see. Our second season, and current season, is called Children of the Spine, where we play Stars Without Number Revised Edition. Children of the Spine is a sci-fi space opera where the players are young adults trying to learn who they are, where they are, and what they are going to do with themselves after being rescued from a very Lord of the Flies type situation on an isolated planet. And lastly, mixed within our show, you'll have some one-shot bonus episodes, such as Backstabbing Beasties, where we play as immortal monsters racing to obtain a chalice that will make us mortal so that we can finally rest in peace. If you're completely new to us, we actually recommend that you start with Backstabbing Beasties. Just because it's self-contained, rules light, it's easy to follow, And it's the first episode that we recorded with great audio equipment and added tons of sound design that will become the norm in Season 2. If this sounds like a show that you would enjoy, you can find us at www.halfwitsfailedcrits.com or Twitter and Facebook at Failed Crits or anywhere podcasts are found. you want my input with law enforcement.